1: Hello and welcome back to Table Manners, we are here, Oh, uh, we have a little guest today, do you want to say hello, you want to say hi, my little girl is waving to you all, Um, we are here sitting in my sitting room and sipping on some champagne to toast the end of this season, thank you to everyone who has listened to us who's tried to give us a listen. If you this is your first one, then go back. We've got lots and lots of brilliant episodes for you to listen to. Well, we think they're quite good. But thank you so much. It's been so fun. So this is going to be the end of... Oh, I know. It's sad, isn't it? I know. You don't want us to go? No, no. she's shaking her head. No, she doesn't. But, yeah, cheers, Mum. Cheers. Cheers, darling. You've done really well. Thank you, darling. I will be touring the states and Canada for five weeks and we're going to try and do some podcasts out there so if you have any suggestions please let me know some may be with my mum because she's going to be with me in LA but I will be on my own um, for a few weeks so if you don't mind it just being me on my own um, if you've got any suggestions for the east coast I'd love to hear them in fact we'd love to hear more suggestions for the UK Europe takes around the world I'd really love to interview somebody in Fiji well, I've got two giraffes on the table. Well it was funny that you asked mum um, yeah. We have a guest tonight That you don't know Who's a giraffe? <laughs> no No I'm glad you found that funny <laughs> I've got two
2: giraffes on Well I thought
1: it would be quite interesting to show you Who we've okay, got on, I'd love to. On, on the podcast
2: Because I don't know her Okay you ready? I am Oh my God,
0: I think it's a gift.
2: she's following hunters.
0: We blame a human for killing its prey. I feel like an outsider. If you hadn't have shot him in the first place, you wouldn't be in this position. What would it take to change your mind about something you really believe in? It's like cabin fever, you know, I, I can't leave.
1: Her name is Stacy Dooley. Yeah. And from what I know of her, because if I'm being honest, I hadn't watched any of her programmes until. So,
2: how did you know about her?
1: I had heard this name, and I've heard more and more about her in the past year. Um, I believe she's uh, an award-winning journalist, and she is. She's a a young woman. She has been, and she's been doing it for a good five plus years. It started from her being on a programme, which was one of those like factual entertainment programmes about people that consumed quite a lot. They invited a few kind of really big consumers. I guess she was buying lots of designer. I don't know. We can ask her. And they took them to a sweatshop in India. Yeah. And people loved her. She's really likable. I've watched a few of her documentaries now and she's really likable. And she's got this kind of very personable, very skillful approach to interviewing people. She's kind of like the female Louis Theroux but a bit more like The Girl Next Door. Uh, She's from Luton. We also have quite a lot of similarities, Mum. What do you mean? Well, she started her life as a perfume counter girl, much like me. We both (laughs) wanted to... I don't even know if she wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to be a journalist. Oh, yeah. She does programmes that I kind of always thought that maybe I was going to want to do um, if I'd carried on doing journalism. You know, it's about the people. It's about stories. Um, And I do like that it's mostly about women and children. I think that's really important and... No, I'm looking forward to meeting her. You decided on this menu. Do you want to elaborate?
2: A friend made some chicken stuffed with tomatoes, parsley and olives
1: and garlic with crushed roasted potatoes. But done in the oven, so you boil them, you crush them so they're all fluffy and broken yeah. up and then you put them in the oven with so oil. they kind of become Crisper. a bit like a roast potato but a fluffy kind of Crusty, delicious... Yeah. lovely. Going to serve it with uh, green beans and spinach and then I look the last time I was set the task of cooking was for George Ezra and that ended up with Deliveroo yep I don't think my dessert is perfect what's it called Jess it's called a tiramagoo and why is that Jess because I was overzealous and I didn't have an electric whisk and I didn't whisk the stuff enough the I think it the cream and the masapodi. maybe I make, you know how much I like cream, and I maybe put a tad too much cream in, and I'm just not patient. However, I did taste it just to check, and it's pretty delicious. So if I was going to enter Master Chef, I think I would have gone through, and they would have said you need to work on your technique and your presentation. Yeah, I've been to Barry's boot camp today, so I'm going to eat a, a lot. Going to eat loads. What was Barry's boot camp like? I nearly threw up. Why? I kind of smashed the first round on the treadmill because you go on the treadmill and then off the treadmill and do floor stuff and alternate. I kind of smacked it because I just kind of wanted to impress this beautiful woman next to me. And then I was done in and then you had two more goes on it. Didn't do so well, but saw about her numbers on her speed and thought, well, I'm doing more than her, so I'm kind of still smacking it. And then after the second round, she said, oh, don't watch my numbers. I'm seven months pregnant. (laughs) And I felt like shit after that. She looked amazing.
2: What was she doing at Barry's Boot Camp? Looking amazing and keeping was it fit. She just eating chocolates
1: and sitting at home? Because she's not us, Mum. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So, Stacey Dooley coming up on Table Manners. Stacey Dooley, yes. thank you for being oh, here. Oh, girl,
0: thank you for having me.
1: Uh, I have, have to say, you, you've commented on my house very kindly. The house is beautiful. I have to say, uh, I think I've been looking at your Instagram and you're mm. doing your flat up, aren't you?
0: Well, I have sort of turned into one of those bores that's got nothing better to do than take pictures of the wall. Take pictures of the wall, take pictures of the rugs, or furnishings, anything that's sort of semi Sorry, this aesthetically yeah, pleasing. I, I gave it a tin of tuna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's <laughs> another two. Is it your cat? No, no it's not my cat.
1: I just sorry for it, and now I'm an idiot. And now he loves you. No, he loves me. Bernie, I've
0: got a dog bulldog Bernie. I'm totally, truly, completely, wholeheartedly obsessed with him. But he's such a fucking pain in the arse. How old is it? Year and a half. So actually, old enough to know. But you know, i mean, it sort of. Who's well, looking, looking after him now? My boyfriend's. Your boyfriend. Fermi. I have yes. to say, um, we have a few similarities. Oh girl, tell me. We both have a Sam. We d- we do both have a Sam. Can yes. I say this is sort of gonna sound semi stalkerish But I remember watching a video. I, I don't know whether or not it was on your Twitter or Insta, but yeah. I think your fella was doing um, reviews. A review of your album, and I thought my. God, he's really. I loved him for that. I thought it was really funny. It really. I don't wear up. a
1: big gold S on my this neck though, real. like you do.
0: I know. This is sort of. I know. This is. your are betrothed. Plastic. Just in case <laughs> I forget <said laughs> my name. I love um, um, yes, so you've so we've got, got a Sam. Both got Sam's. How yes. long have you been going out? St and I have been together four years. What do you call him? St Sam Tucknot. Oh, St. Could call mine SB. We could call him SB. Yeah. Well, my granddad, his initials are BJ. <laughs> so I don't call him that. Cause it's Mate, my grandfather. My... And it's totally <laughs> <laughs> my, my... <laughs> my daughter's
1: a JCB, so she's fucked a too. J-C-B. Yeah, big bulldozer. No, just one. Just one. Yeah, how um, old is she? She's eighteen months, oh, just God. like your Bernie. Just like my son Bernie. Yes, exactly. My son. That's, uh We also had jobs in per on perfumery counters. Oh, we
0: did I was at Luton Airport. I was Peter Jones on the men's fragrance. Sure, sure. But the men's fragrance I find quite easy because they'll yeah. buy anything. Well, that, it was a Saturday <laughs> job. Yeah, right. They will yeah. literally buy anything.
1: I said I fancy a guy that wears this, and it sorted me out. And well, they'd all get it. Say no more. Exactly. Here we go. <laughs> we will have
0: lots of sex with for the pussy of Exactly. Future. Exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, I also went to uh, Bright- uh, I went to Sussex University, so I know Brighton a bit. Brighton, yeah. um, I also wanted to be. Uh, journalist stop an investigative journalist I did a I diploma and up. everything I can get
0: you a job <laughs> I mean you're a fantastic established but if you don't want to be a singer
1: well I honestly that's what I was going to do no. um and the, my father is uh, an investigative journalist really? uh yeah on BBC stop. and yeah but well, he well, John well. Ware he's bit lots on Northern Ireland
0: oh my god I'm working in Northern Ireland now this I is know. what we need to talk about girl, this is
1: brilliant okay. please tell us what you're doing
0: so my story is sort. This is really, really interesting. So essentially, a, a Northern Ireland's a really fascinating part of modern Britain, you know. And and there's this kind of shift at the minute. I've been there a couple of times now. And we're based in Belfast, but we're back and forth in Derry. Mm-hmm. And Derry, was, London Derry. Okay. You have to call it.
1: Yeah, you can't just no, call like, it Derry. There, there is
0: dairy, darling. No, no, Derry, darling. is, there's two different. Places. So it's called London Derry, there's but London Derry. the Republic. So the. Are you talking the, about
1: London Derry or Derry? I'm
0: talking about. London Derry but, but you call it both. they call it dairy so the yep. side we're on we're on the catholic side and we've been speaking to some republicans and they'll call it dairy it's, it's so that's the thing like even when you're working out there you sort of realize that there's a certain thing that you know things are so delicate in certain areas you've got to be so mindful of what you're saying who you're saying mm. it to x y z anyway so i've been back and forth um and there's been a, sh- a sharp rise in the number of punishment attacks, sort of paramilitary-style punishment attacks, mm-hmm. right? So there's lads sort of playing up, being a nightmare, sort of, you know, causing havoc, sort of pinching cars, dealing weeds, uh, robbing people, sort of ASBO behaviour, serious behaviour, you know, terrorising the community, Whether, um, but, but lots of the neighbours around that area don't trust or don't feel like the police Represent them. They don't, there's no relationship there, no working relationship. So, some people will go to these paramilitary groups mm-hmm. and say, "Look, it's been a fucking nightmare." So, oh, my Sam, my Sam's, right? Sam's nice just. Nice to see um, you, Sam. Stacy. How you? do you do? She's got a um, it's a, a yeah. it's a lot shorter. He's a lot shorter, but that's Stacey. for me. Oh yeah, shit. I thought it was. For, sorry, I thought it was but, cool. <laughs> No, but if 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 it, yeah, if I'm feeling sort of extra romantic, it is. For I forgot your name, Stacey. Yeah. sorry. Positive, carry on. But my nan used to buy me Tracy hairbands because they never had Stacey you know, Ben and <laughs> Oh <laughs> So amazing. Stacey, Tracy. We'll call you Stacey, Stacey. tonight. Um, so, any, no, it's, it's a really interesting story. So, the sort of these neighbours are going to these paramilitary mm. groups and sort of saying, you know, you've got to sort him out. And um, instead of going down the sort of traditional justice route, um, sort of standard justice system, they're giving them an appointment and they're saying that you have to be here at four o'clock and we'll shoot you just above your kneecap. So, if you come to the first appointment and you sort of play ball, they'll give you a flesh wound... If you don't, they'll go through through your kneecaps. Um, and so loads of They always love
2: kneecapping.
0: Crazy. I mean, it's, it's gone on for years. It's gone on for decades, of course. But there's been this rise again. So it's like, what, what on earth is what, going on? Like, and hold on, this system. is their
1: mothers telling them that they you've got to like punish them, is it? No,
0: so it's like neighbours... Who get fed up. Okay, Noisy. Yes, exactly right. But then what's interesting is the appetite for these paramilitary groups you know, you read online and you're sort instead of condemning the behaviour, they were saying, well, he didn't get, you know, it's didn't get it for been saying the, his prayers at night. But it's,
2: that's Ireland, isn't it? It's always been the, <laughs> it's tribal,
0: it's always been the same way. Pardon? Shouldn't we say Northern, Northern Ireland, not Ireland? I don't know. I mean, some well, people Northern say Northern Ireland, some people say the north of Ireland, depending on what the side noor- you're right. on. I remember I mean when I, I did
1: uh, the Radio 1 Big Weekend, it was in uh, Derry, London, Derry, right. and so you, and, they were very adamant that you had to acknowledge cool. both and so it i was like hello everyone yeah hello everyone exactly but no know. judgment here you want to you want to respect yes. it For you want to of sure. course I've got so many questions, okay. because partly because this was the job that I wanted to do. <laughs>
0: I'm sure you've done a much better job. I no. sort of fell into this. It was totally an Well, yeah, to
1: please expect because I, I have to say, my mother hadn't heard of
0: you. No, you wouldn't have.
2: No, no because I don't watch BBC no, Three. No, you're not
0: missing much, and I'm very underwhelming, actually. Shut no, you're not. You're but absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. I'm completely in love with I you t- I told you this yeah.
2: was going to happen. So who is she? And now she I, I love she. you. She, she did, did her love, she. love her.
1: She did. She we went, love who her. is she? And I said... And and, and forgive me, Stacey. No. I had heard your name for a yes. few years, and and I, I, maybe I don't watch that much BBC Three. I don't have that much time to be watching TV. You're a I working mother
0: with a beautiful, massive home screen <laughs> and a chicken to roast. We
1: we, we can go through some uh, <laughs> wallpaper colours if you need to. You know, wall colours. Um, but I have watched a few of your documentaries now, um, more than a few, and I'm crazy about you and I'm also so impressed with how you disarm very difficult situations and you know you please from what I gather and please correct me you didn't I, I don't know did you want to always be a journalist
0: no you're totally right I am so kind Jesse. thank you so basically yeah it was it was very unconventional so 10 years ago so when I was, I was 19 I just turned 20 I'm 31 now so Ten years ago, I took part in a series called Blood, Sweat and T-Shirts. Mm-hmm.
1: So the premise... Which was, production company did that?
0: Um, you know, It was Ricochet. Okay, you know, Ricochet. right.
1: No, I don't. I thought maybe it would be Love Productions who... I oh, I was a PA for uh, I the see. creative director. Right, so I, thought, I, I, I know of It, it was like a factual entertainment exactly. programme, right?
0: That's exactly right. So... Um, yeah, the premise was really straightforward. It was like they were looking for six consumers who were really into sort of fast, throwaway fashion. You know, when t-shirts were cut the quids. Yeah. That was being very, that was being glamorised. That scene, sort of where it cut the times and then sort of.
1: The I was in Primark on on, sure. on Brighton um, on Brighton Ro- High Road, whatever it is. I don't even know. Uh, Western Road was yes. it Western yeah, Road? Yeah, yeah. I was at university in Brighton at that time, and I would have the most awful clothes, but I would get different clothes every week. <laughs> yeah. And it would be, you know, a check shirt for three pounds. Oh, that's and it. it. And, and I wasn't thinking about where of it was coming you. from. Yeah. And so I, that was, we're pretty similar ages. So tell me what they did. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, so they selected six of us. And do you know what, to be totally honest, like, I was so lucky to even get to that point because, you know, thousands went through and they were desperate to be on it. And they took, you know, s- selected six of us and um, sent us off to India to understand the enormity of, you know, the, the so kind what of made you clothing industry. Yeah, because
1: did you know that you were going to be kind of embarrassed or yeah, not?
0: Yeah, well, so it was, it was interesting. So I was at Luton Airport and mm-hmm. I'd left school at 15. I had no GCSE, sort of didn't go to college, didn't go to uni. And I had no real appetite, actually, you know, to kind of carve myself out a career. Then this um, opportunity came what along. What do you mean it
2: came along? What did they So they were it? handing
0: out flyers and my mother found the flyer. And I think she was desperate to sort of sort me out, really. And it's, it said, it was very simple. It said, you know, do you like fashion? Do you like travel? Do you like telly? And it was like, yeah, tick, tick, tick. I so ring this number, rang the researcher. And interestingly, now I know how telly works. I can imagine they were just sort of rubbing their hands in glee when they <laughs> heard me because I just was totally clueless, you know, hugely naive, had no real sort of understanding of the wider world, really. And... Um, I was chosen to go to India. We went for a month and it was, you know, it was very good. So kind you of saw the sweatshop. I really did. But we sort of lived, you know, as a worker would. So we were working sort of fourteen, sixteen hours a day. We were all shitting ourselves. Everyone had bugs. So, you know, we weren't keeping anything down. We were starving, covered in mozzie bites. And That's just what that I need kind of realiser. We need a <laughs> bloody bug. Right, anyway, carry on. Um, and yeah and then it came from there so I sort of did semi well on that I suppose and then But can I just ask No, semi well,
1: she says. And no, no, she you did, did so well that they gave her
0: own <laughs>
2: But what <laughs> TV I want to know is did you did, what are you did your parents go to university or, no? No. So, my, so what do your dad and mum do? So
0: my father's dead. So my father's not on the scene anymore, but my mother um, she worked at M&S. Um, and now she will exit TK Maxx. So right, no, so so no journalists in the family. So did
2: she? Was that was she ambitious for you? Have you got brothers and sisters? Yeah, too? so I've got a
0: little sister. Um, she's a sweetheart. We're totally um, opposite ends of the spectrum. So she's sort of painfully shy, um, a real sort of academic, real intellect, very booky, um, but a real introvert. Um, but we've got different fathers. Okay. Um, but you
2: just weren't interested in studying.
0: No, it was weird, Matt. Like I, I enjoyed school, but I just, you know, what it's like when you sort of fifth century? You just sort. I thought I knew it all, and I had no desire to kind of push on or kind of dream big. Or and that wasn't, you know, my mother always said, you know got to do your absolute best and sort of, you know, you want to sort That's of go elsewhere and you want to travel and you want to... We, we were lucky,
1: We were yeah. privileged, you know. Yeah. Like. They went to private school for yeah. secondary school. And, and yeah. uh, my dad was a really established journalist for the yeah. BBC and it was, you know, quite lucrative, I think. And, you know, you worked so hard, so I got yeah. the work ethic from you and whatnot. But like, but so... You started, you, you, how did it feel when you got that first series? Were you petrified or you were bang up for it?
0: Do you know what? I think I'm delighted it worked out how it did because I didn't know anything. I was, I was, I was so ignorant. I didn't understand the TV world and what it involved. And so I think I went into it with no real expectations and I think that's the best way to be because mm. then whatever happens is a bonus. Mm-hmm. So I got my own series off the back of Blood Sweat, mm. and it's I think it's easy to shine when you're in a group, but it's less hard to carry a series on your own. Yeah, um, sorry, it's it, it's more difficult. Um, but they did well; they rated consistently well. Weirdly, and it was so weird. well some that you've people, been doing it for ten years yeah, now. Yeah, but some people hated me. Some people despised me. They couldn't understand. You know, I had the audacity to sort of turn up in this very middle-class, middle-aged, established sort of traditional journalist world. What the fuck is she doing here? And other people, were like, oh my god, she's has like a breath of fresh air. Mm. So you know, there were there were mixed reviews. Have views. they have invited you on Panorama? Yes. Yeah, because so yeah, expect-
2: sometimes they they invite guest people on. Yeah. To present something that they. They would see Have, it, yeah. Exactly, Have you? Yeah. So you've done a panorama. So I've
0: spoken. Uh, yeah, I've done a couple of bits for one current affairs news night, um, Radio Four. Them kind of, you know, long term current affairsy. How does it feel scenes. being
1: kind of the voice of the people? I, I hope you don't mind. You're a kind of the girl next yeah. door, Yay. the working class hero. Well, and <laughs> no, hero. and a, a female voice, a really, you know, and and to be, did you find? Newsnight and Radio 4 intimidating yeah. or was
0: it you find it daunting don't right. you I think but you know it's just not it just wasn't it. I mean it is now but it wasn't my world and so you do feel like you've got to prove mm. yourself all of the time mm. you know and I think that's fair enough at the start of your career because you know you haven't been around for ages and ages and you do need to learn but I think that goes with anything you do you know when you work in a shop you don't know how the till works you don't know where the stock is you know you don't know how to sort of yeah but I suppose in the old days, it. the
2: BBC was established on people who went to public school. For sure. And mm-hmm. Oxford and Cambridge. And
0: it's still very much, it's still like that. It's still to be a bit like it that. Very... And they're now
2: trying, and it's mostly men. Yeah, it yeah. is. And I they mean, all wear
0: beige chinos. I mean, I've got beige I mean, you do have I've got beige chinos. Mean, beige flares on stage. They're so fabulous. I can't really give it. but, but, but it's, it's, there it's there a
2: aren't real beige There are hardly any women
0: gymnasts. Do you know, I think it is improving slowly, slowly. So the head, it's a BBC One controller, Charlotte, she's a woman and she's brilliant. Um... The head of current affairs. She's a woman. There's lots of women working now on news night. There's lots of um, women quite high up in BBC Three. So I think slowly we're getting there. But it's very white. It's still very white, mm. and it's still fucking can count. Lots of women. <laughs> Is he in the house? no Piss off, me Well, Jesse, shut my window. window. Oh, yeah. I can hear thing. him, but I can't yeah. see him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gave him the tune of
1: fuck off. You've had <laughs> the can. <laughs> what i gather of you 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 like to you focus a lot on child issues yep. and uh young people's issues and especially female yes kind of uh, you know uh female issues and you have a book i
0: do yeah women on the front line man. yeah yeah it's i never ever ever and just I, honestly i never thought i would write a book like you know that it feels it's so it. enormous and you're sort of back and forth up and down a couple of times over the years will we won't we? should we you know what have we got to say? So it felt, you know, I've been doing it for the decade. Mm. It felt like a bit of a kind of moment, and it felt like actually maybe we should just sort of stop, you know, take a minute and reflect on the girls that we've met over the past ten years because they have been utterly remarkable. Like, I, I can't tell you. Like, I'm so varied, you know, girls in Honduras. I, yes, I watched that. All I mean, women with I'm her amputee. T- like, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine having and, and so still so considered and so tactile and so kind and so brilliant and you know she had her leg hacked off a month prior By to her meeting husband her Cause she said um why don't you leave me if you don't want oh why don't you let me leave she yeah. said yeah and he wasn't in a
1: letter mum both her feet and her legs were cut off and he wasn't going to be was he in prison but he was going to get let out two gonna, years yeah, later a
0: couple of years they were looking for right. the gbh i think so, um, it's just insane like honduras we were there because um the femicide, right? I mean, it was just, they were hemorrhaging women, and we didn't understand why. You know, there are hostile places all over the world. Why Honduras specifically? And met this girl Heidi, and um, I was just—it was just—it was just painfully sad. It's like, so depressing. He'd hacked both her legs off. You got to remember, right? You know, if you shoot someone, I think that's a moment of absolute madness and you know a huge mistake. But it's the—it's the pulling of the trigger, isn't it? It takes mm. a couple of seconds. I think if you're going to hack another. through that's both legs... That's I mean that I mean, that would take a long time, you know? But it's you like would be all thinking, those
2: honour killings, isn't it? Well, just and
1: also, I, I came back from Bangladesh. I don't know if you're doing anything about the Rohingya crisis. i Bangladesh, but I, yeah. But, but, but yeah. I mean, that's what they're doing. They're, they're macheting children, women, men, um, and that exactly what you say. It's it's It, there's, there's, it takes a while mm. for you to get through a bone. You've been all over the world, Japan, Honduras... Um, Congo you, um, you've seen s- you've heard so many horrific stories is there a point I mean I, I saw what she you I mean I haven't watched all of them no. so but um, I saw you get really upset with the leader of uh, the anti-abortion camp Jeff. Yes, Jeff, you really liked him <laughs> you really did, yeah, liked him he was likeable his Jess. daughter was lovely yes but you got really frustrated yes and angry at him and you you started crying yes and you know, just from my experience of going into the camps when I've been to these refugee camps in Macedonia and um, Bangladesh and, um, uh, where else did I go? Cam- Cameroon. But, um, I, I'm a, I'm awful. I start crying all the time. Oh, and and just... then, and then you, I don't know if you get this thing where you're like,
0: oh I like should, a dickhead. I should, I should, I, sh- I either, I feel
1: like a dickhead crying. It's not about me. Yeah, I know. Or. But have I become desensitised to this because I'm not crying? Yeah, I'm you. With you. I'm, must have so many stories. You're
0: so, so on the money. And, and do you know what, to be honest with you, you can't win. Because at the start of my career, you know, I was really inexperienced and I just was so, just very simply, I was so gutted for these people because their circumstances were so depressing mm. and so harrowing and like felt really helpless it was like what a realistic what on earth can we do Mm -hmm. like this feels so enormous Mm -hmm. my god and you would just be you know in bits you'd just be crying all the while but then you'd be like fuck this isn't this isn't my time like this is you know this is about giving her the platform Mm. and and you can't (laughs) breathe (laughs) you know you can't get your words out because you're so moved and then When you hold it together and when you think, you know what, I've got to make sure that I've got this really clear and it's concise and the pieces to camera make sense and you're not crying, you think, don't turn into a hard bastard. Like, don't, you know, don't, Lose sight of the fact that this is their reality. I oh, mm. so here, mm. I know that feeling. It's like. But
2: didn't you want to punch them in the face? You see, sometime. I'd go around, <laughs> I'm such an angry person, I'd go around and whack them one.
0: And that's why you don't have <laughs>
2: series after series and uh, good talk. but I would actually want to <laughs> hit them.
0: So, Sometimes, you know. But... I'd
1: just say, fuck you. Well, who are you to stop <laughs> and someone? And they wouldn't talk to you, mum. I, I, I mean, I, we've got lots more to talk about, yes. but so I do I I want to start something. Yes. Me or, or Stacey? Plastic. I do have a platter. And I'll cut the chicken up. Do you think Stacey cares about a platter? No, I mean, but that's I how you have platter. to do it. Anyway. Okay, fine. <laughs> and you put all fine. the stuff on the I'm toilet. I'm very all used right, to Serve <laughs>
0: things on a platter. So if we could keep that up. <laughs>
2: no, no we're always <laughs> eating off <laughs> a platter.
0: It's <laughs> big slate then. Just a yeah, yeah, I've got loads. I've, I've got, got loads. loads <laughs> <laughs> no, only silver,
1: <laughs> sorry. No, uh, sorry, ceramic. Um, but mum... Um, that one on the right. We are going to talk about a bit about food. Yes, no, This is supposed to be a food podcast, but I, I do have so many questions. die
0: for food. Really? I'm a massive... I mean, do you know what? I'm not, I'm not particularly fussy. I think because I travel so much I'll eat anything. Right. Except one time, when I was in the Ivory Coast, um, they said, would you like some chicken? I said, yeah, I'll have some chicken. And then I, I promise you, it's a true story, I saw them stuffing dynamite down the ground. You're joking. I thought, I'm not getting fucking chicken, I'm getting rat. And about four and a half hours oh, wow. later, this kind of this meat came out and you know they didn't have anything so you're sort of delighted that they've kind of you know Maybe included you effort, yeah. so I think I ate rat how did it taste? I know everyone says this but it was just like chicken <laughs> so <laughs> I <did> that's <laughs> good to <tonight. laughs> know like, if you have a skin or we've got no chicken we could just well, go we to have, plenty to have plenty of London <laughs> town I mean amazing good colour rat. Um whilst mum sorts out the chicken it
1: just tell me where, where We're we're, we're boiling we Boiling the green beans and we're sautéing the spinach. Where do you want to eat? I want to eat now, I'm starving. Okay. And and I've Helen drunk on three glasses of champagne I'm going to be like, a
2: hilarious oh,
1: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? So you say you're a massive food. You love yes, food. Yes, I love eating. When you say you love food, are you, would you call yourself a foodie? Do you like to eat out? Do you like to cook? Like, what's you know? I've I'm a shit cook.
0: I'm a useless cook. So yeah, really yeah. not very helpful. That's why I haven't offered to help because I will burn your home oh, down really? to the ground. Okay. Um, so I just, I, go, I eat out quite a lot, mm-hmm. but I suppose that's because I'm quite lazy and I've never got any food in the house. I never right. do a shop, so I should I should do more of that um but yeah so where do you eat out like
1: brighton where's the spots Um, that you
0: like so there's a really nice restaurant called um ridland fins they do wasn't
1: there when i was at you really really lovely there's
0: two there's one down the seaside there's Mm. one in the lanes there was a guy who was in the lanes that was a bit arsy and it was a bit kind of felt a bit kind of clicky but i think he's gone so perfect now it's (laughs) perfect perfect (laughs) everyone please go to the lanes (laughs) Uh, there's another lovely um italian called i think it's called chin chin C-I-N-C-I-N. Where's that? Sin cin or chin-chin. That's Dunno. embarrassing. But chin-chin? That's, that's lovely. That's in the lanes as well.
1: Okay. Um, I used to eat quite a lot of hippie food. It was a lot of hummus mm. and grains when There's I was There's a there. lot of quinoa. Yeah. Is
0: it quinoa? Quinoa, quinoa, what, <laughs> potato potato, <laughs> starter, whatever you want, Stacey. Quinoa, it's very, very earth, yeah. wind and fire. But <laughs> I sort of don't mind that every now and then, but I do love meat. So there right. are a couple of places, they're sort of vegetarian, heavy, so it's not my Does, Sam, does Sam cook? No. <laughs> so Sam and I basically live off delivery. So yeah, we sort of and it's Mate, no, it isn't great, I know. But he will so if he's cooking, he'll cook like a chicken, a sweet potato, and a bit of broccoli, which is fine. Mm. If well, I can cook if a you're roast, training I mean, yeah, I mean he's Iron super man. fit. He's right, super, super fit. But not annoyingly so. He's not sort of like muscles like don't eat any Go shit, right, you know, right. he does He also loves cocoa Pops. He's got this thing where, like, whatever, no matter how full we are or what we've eaten or if we've had dinner, he always eats cereal straight after. Please help yourself. Thank you.
1: Right, so we've got chicken with Mm. parsley and black olives and and beef tomatoes roasted with lemon and garlic. And then we've got kind of... Bashed up uh, new potatoes over there that have been kind of roasted. And then we've got over uh, no underdone green beans and some spinach. I'll
0: just help myself. <laughs> I feel like it was the first day of no,
1: please, that's the best. Oh, the first day of spring, really. Today it, it felt we, like, didn't did it? It. Oh, Sun was so out. it was fifteen
2: degrees. It was was gorgeous. It yeah.
1: Death row meal. Come on, then. Okay.
0: Um. Probably. I mean, I I'm so good at making a roast dinner. My timings are like a one spot on. Oh really? Yeah, man. Any I'm tips? Perfect. Um, you know, you're you're meant to, well, you probably know because we're eating the roast now, but you're meant to bash the roast potatoes, you know that, after yeah. you've boiled them, and then like throw garlic all over them, what's that herb, rosemary, yeah. yes, I'm very Nigella Lawson when it comes to oh, a really? roast, uh-huh. do you like chicken the best, um, I love chicken, and I also love beef, but I, I don't like it when it's fatty, mm. Me neither. No, I'm not into that. I think i fucking end up cutting off it off. So roast dinner would probably be my first choice if that wasn't available. Um, I really oh. like Vietnamese. Yeah, um, I do too. Do you get that a lot? A lot in Britain? you know you're supposed to call faux fur. Fur. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that.
1: But you sound like a dickhead. Can oh, I have well, some this fur?
0: This is it. And as if you're gonna say like to and the, the girls, barbersome. should Tell we go and get some, some fur?
1: It's fur. fur.
0: I
2: know So on all your trips yes. Where do you think The best food
0: is um, Japan I love Japanese. Have you been to Japan Yeah I went on, you on my love honeymoon did Loved, it. loved did you? it Did you what, to, what, You went to Tokyo Yeah
1: well, um, Actually That programme You The police got involved Didn't yeah, they Yeah
0: they did They kept me for a couple of hours So That was my own fault I think I think I'd got too complacent So I had just come back From Iraq um, And then I went off to Japan To make a documentary About Uh the obsession with youth over there, I suppose, in some circumstances, and to give some examples, Stacey, because not yeah. what everyone knows no. that the kind of
1: superheroes are rapists there and stuff like
0: so, that. So it's interesting. It's just so interesting. Japan is like this kind of. There's this saying. This is a good example. So there's this saying in Japan that no one wants Christmas cake. Right. So after 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 the 25th no one wants Christmas cake. So basically once you're over 25 you're not particularly attractive, you know, you're not particularly um sexual. You know, there's there's this Why does Christmas cake come into that? I, I think it cuz it's December. the 25th of December. Oh,
1: sorry. Right, got it.
0: It's about being over 25. <laughs> I thought it was cuz like the cake, the Christmas cake takes a what is a bit old, isn't it? And fruity. But carry on. Um so there is just this, you know, not not everyone, obviously, but there is this obsession with youth, and it's like the younger you are, the more kind of attractive you are, and not in a cute way, in a in a sexual way, and so there are lots of kids working in these bars that are like serving these grown men drinks and they're yeah. talking about fucking weird shit like sex and you know kind of anal and, all, and it's just very very peculiar, it's really bizarre so anyway I went over there and made a documentary about, about this the sexualization of, of children and this gang got involved, they sort of saw that we were filming some of their girls and, you know, sort of kicked off massively, started pushing me, started pushing my director. My director's a dream, Joyce, she's a pal She was shooting, they sort of smashed the camera back, you know, push Joyce, push me. And then sometimes you can feel when it's sort of empty, it's like empty threats, but this felt like particularly hostile. I thought, oh, it's going to kick off. They rang the police. They must have had a relationship with them, an existing relationship. The police came in seconds. And like, sort of, instead of sort of shouting at them for kind of manhandling us, yeah, yes, like, they were like, "Give us, yeah, give us." Yeah, sort of That's stop crazy, us for because two in Japan, they're very respect. It's all about respect. I know kind of oh, tradition.
1: No, you've seen what they're selling—bending machines. I know little dirty Christ. knickers of schoolgirls. Yeah.
0: It's just very foreign to us.
1: Do you feel like you have a real social responsibility now, and that you kind of you've adopted as you've kind of learned more about the world? you just feel like because there's only so many battles you can fight and you know you're doing an amazing job at telling the stories
0: I think you're so right like I feel like you have to be realistic like I'm under no illusion that I'm going to kind of you know swoop in and you know make everything right and you know you can't be that kind of earnest like finger waggy kind of martyr because it's just it's not realistic you know Mm. what you've got to do is like work really hard and work on stories that you really feel passionately about and then just try and raise like a little bit of awareness and i think that that's you know that's something to be to be hugely proud of
2: um
0: this food's amazing thank you um
1: Thank you, Stacey. Stacey. This is you. It's I do really, a really, really I'm delicious. not gonna lie. It. I mean, amazing. it's definitely better than what we're gonna have for dessert, so I'm really happy. Dessert. It's called uh it's called tiramisu because it didn't really set, but it still Perfect. tastes exactly tira like M- a tiramisu.
0: Tira <laughs> <laughs> My boyfriend calls me Stacey Hooley. Stacy Hooley. when they say, Oh, it's really nice to meet you, it's oh Stacey Hooley. Oh Who are yeah, Tiramisu.
1: want to know because you know yes. we, we're doing a podcast and yes, we have we to we, we like to take it beyond food yes, tell,
0: yes and you do
1: have a knack of being able to get the answers out of people and i know do you think it's just is there a talent with can you can you give me any tips basically
0: of getting um information out of people yes i think this has worked for me a couple of times i think there has to be irrespective of what they've done or who they are or, you know, where they're coming from. I think there has to be a certain level of respect, Mm -hmm. you know, because you're sort of, you're throwing yourself into their world and you might sort of fiercely disagree, sort of fundamentally disagree. You know, you have barely anything in common, but they have given you the time to talk to you. And so I think you have to just... You can't go in sort of shouting and bawling. And I've learned that Mm. because I did at the start. I was so opinionated. And it's great to have opinions and it's great to sort of, you know, stand true to you know, stand to what you believe in and all the rest of it, but you've got to let the other person speak. Mm. And you can't understand where they're coming from if you don't give them that platform. So I think it's just very calm, you know, very kind of chilled, sort of very neutral at the start. And I think when you've got to ask tricky questions, I'm quite tactile. So if I've got to sort of go in with a real blower, I sort of just touch the elbow. You are quite tactile. Or you touch do. You, you've touched my <laughs> shoulder quite a few
1: times. What
0: do you I want from me? What do you want? I've already fed you. <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah. But I love I love my job. Do you think it? But do you think it helps that
1: you're a woman? And I I don't want to. Do you think it helps that you're a woman? I think in some
0: situations it does. I think it can either help or hinder. It depends where you are. I think in some countries where it's real sort of male dominated and there's sort of uh, a real lack of respect for women, they don't take you seriously and they'll talk through your male director. But there are other situations where I look like a like scruffy. 20 year old student, and they're like, realistic, what's she gonna do? You know, Mm. so they 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 guard down and Mm. they talk in a way that perhaps they wouldn't if I was sort of stood there Mm. 50 years old with white hair and a navy suit. So I do, I do think it sort of swings and roundabouts. I think in some situations, I also, you know, you're going into these conflict
1: zones and you talked about wanting a family, and you know, how do you feel like that works with your job? Mm. That's a really
0: good question. I feel like at the minute I'm I'm more willing to put myself in uh, dangerous situations because I haven't I haven't got babies and you know mm. it would be devastating if anything happens. But you know at the minute I'm just my own woman. I think when I do, if I'm lucky enough, I mean you just assume that you can have them. If I'm lucky enough to have mm. babies, I don't think I will. Y- I, I still want to show my baby that I'm strong and I'm, you know, principals and I, and mum work. You know, mums have to work. I, I still will definitely work, but I'll be more selective in terms of where I go. Right. Yeah, you can't leave them, can you? To sort of them for themselves.
1: Um, so we've heard about the dynamite rat. rat. Let the rat. Uh, mm-hmm. You've been all around the world. Japan's been your favourite food. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, any more food stories?
0: Interesting food stories. Um, <clears throat> I mean, India. You've been to India? Yes. Foods in India is beautiful. Mm. But it doesn't matter how many times I go, I've probably been certainly four or five times. Still got diarrhea. I'm so ill. I (laughs) I can't keep it down. And there was a really embarrassing time. (laughs) I I I was really, really poorly. I've also got this I mean, I shouldn't really say this, but I've also got this issue where (laughs) <laughs> is it about is it about your if your I bowels? Talk, yeah, yeah if I love I need, this please Jessie, I love I talking need, about poo so if I eat something yeah and you want to go straight away well if I need to go I need me too to go I'm and I've been yourself. caught short a couple of times like abroad i so I've eaten really amazing foods you know it's like you sort of I want to eat what the locals eat because I'm so cultured and I'm so you know I've got my finger on the pulse so I'm here and I want to eat anyway so I go for it showing off eat eat yeah. eat yeah and, and then, then you... I nearly need a shit. Yeah. And I've, a couple of times, like, in India, like, kind of on the street, like, and this beautiful little Indian woman sort of holding my hair, and I was being sick everywhere. And it was, oh, like, my God. I had a you of shitting at the same time? I was shitting and being sick everywhere. Mate. Then. That's a shocker. Listen to this. When I was in, um, when, <laughs> when I was in Thailand... Joyce, my director, she yeah. directed that as well. I said, Joyce, I'm fucking desperate for the toilet. I'd eaten, I think I'd eaten like a, an insect off a stick or whatever. You know, oh in the markets. God, why? Are you mad? I know, it's so silly. I'm, I'm like, yeah. Like just I just have a pad thai boat. Why can't you have mango sticky rice like everyone else? Um... So I'd eaten, yeah, I'd been shown off Beauty the market. Movies. And then I said, Joyce, I really, really need the toilet. I'm desperate She says we can't stop here. We we're on like you know them freeways in Bangkok, they've got like eight hundred lanes.
2: Anywhere.
0: So I couldn't stop. And it was traffic it was mental. And I thought and my friend Mabine, who's a guy, we were in this big van. I said, Oh look, I need the I need the toilet. And we had an ice an ice um box. Yeah you, you know, do it. <laughs> and there you keep the water Go on. and the cans. And I just said, look, can you all put the music on really loud and just put the windows down and just don't ever talk about it. I took all the cans of drink out of the ice bucket Poor of ice box. the ice box and shit all in the ice box. I, love you. I mean, I, respect I just yeah, can but what would you do? And then your... I had the ice box. I had this ice box full of shit. And I was just sitting in the car with the icebox with shit on my lap because I couldn't throw it out. You know, I was on the freeway. And then I had to wait until we got to the hotel and emptied down the train. Mate, I,
1: I respect that. <laughs> I, I thought pissing in a bottle <laughs> in the back of a splitter was impressive. But no, that is far more impressive. Shit in an ice box. Uh, my aim was good uh, in a bottle in the back of a splitter bag. But It is so hard. Can, no, my husband put poo in the fridge this week. A stool sample. Oh, Jesse, stop no, it. No, here's his oh, shit. Yes, dude. In, in my fridge when he's got a bug. He's talking about having a parasite stop from Goa. It, he has not. not got a parasite from Goa. And he's putting shit when I've got Stacey Dooney coming <laughs> over. Jessie,
0: you've got Stacey fucking Dooney coming round. So if shit you have a the dicky fridge. dummy, blame my husband. I know who to blame. Yeah. Sam too. Um. <laughs> the thing is with me, I never learn. It's like... I've just got bad. I've just got bad tummy because it happened to get. I mean, that, you would think once in your lifetime that would be enough, right? Shooting in a car in a box. Mm. When I was driving from Vegas to LA, mm. I sound really high end, but you know, with work, we um, mm. and actually it was St and I. we just sort of mm. really going for it. We'd rented this SG, Mustang. St personal training Sam, with boyfriend. Yeah, just so we know. Um, and. <laughs> and I had bought a pair of fancy shoes like Philip Lim heels. and because um, they were half price in this um boutique in like Vegas. A bargain, don't you? I'd die for a bargain. It's not what you spend, it's what you save, as my mum says. It's yeah. true. You've got to select them pieces wisely. <laughs> so I'd bought these shoes, really felt the part, and I'd kept them in the box because, you know, the box was lovely and let's be honest, it's all about the the packaging <laughs> so the roof was down the music was on sort of repping the UK listening to our grime showing off in my sunglasses <laughs> approaching LA on and the freeway and I need a ship so I said to Sam I really I'm really into it it's so you're not a child like we'll, we'll literally be there so in that's half an what hour people don't
2: understand when you've we'll
0: got be a there bad half term. that's what I'm saying I said I said, Sam, look, I don't want to kick off. I don't want to have a row on the freeway going into L.A., but I really, really need a dump. Like, we're going to have to stop. Since stay, so I can't go anywhere. So I got the Philip Lim box. The <laughs> Philip. Oh, so yes. <laughs> I got the shoes. And I said, can you put the roof up, please? I need some privacy. He said, you're, outra-. he said, you're outrageous. He said, I'm not going to be able to have sex with you for a very long time if I have to watch you <laughs> shit in that box. I love that your colleagues, you were like, put the windows down. <laughs> please. Never talk about it. And you're like, put the roof up, like hot boxes, fucking vehicle. <laughs> I said, put the roof up. I said, put the windows up, put the roof well, he up. He should have stopped. He, really he should have stopped. Yeah. He said well, there was nowhere to stop. He oh, he could have
1: stopped somewhere. I'm with you,
0: girl. But anyway, so I shit yeah. in the Philip Limb box and Sam was totally mortified and, he was right we didn't have sex for a few days because he probably a couldn't look days. at me a few days oh babe that's, lovely. that's Sorry, all right. Right. No, yeah. I a that's alright yeah no you're year, right so I mean yeah no you're right but yeah what about that and there was sort of like an awkward <laughs> silence for the next four to six hours because I was just so mortified <laughs> So i um, I know what's later. No,
1: it's fine. I, I love pudding, there. I've got some um, my pudding. I feel like maybe Stacey Dooley may be rivaling Ed Sheeran on the uh, helpings. Oh. If we're talking about forkfuls, I mean, how's a tiramisu gonna go down now, then? Tim I'm ready. Good? Should, I'm we, really should ready. we do the pud? Yeah, let the pud. Okay. I mean, we can carry on with the chicken. Well, I, I'm so happy you're enjoying your it. My
0: husband's upstairs and he has ah, fuck it. Yeah. He's gonna he <laughs> <can laughs> have the <laughs> knocky that the kid has. <laughs> he <got> had <laughs> lunch, but <so laughs> potatoes, there's He has potatoes.
1: Um, this is brilliant. It, it definitely isn't set, by the way, but it tastes really good. Oh my really god, good. it's okay. so lovely. Are you at
2: Latitude? Is she yeah, in? yeah. Because Jesse yeah, said, "Let's talk about this.
1: I'm going to try and be quiet." Are you? Are you? There? We're doing we're a we're live joining. podcast. We're doing the
0: podcast.
2: <laughs> we should have saved us oh, for that. And... Right,
0: but... oh, well, I can come watch you. We can watch you I, headlining we, your tent. We can watch each other we can cheer we can on, on. We can Town. 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 I've never uh, I have
2: been to one festival in my life and I thought I was going to have another breakdown and it gets quite
0: chaotic. part life
2: <laughs> And the smell of the <laughs> shit and the put and then the mud.
0: It's a bit, I it's feel like, a bit overwhelming. It's a smell that you'll never
1: forget, that oh. combination. <laughs> okay, listen, uh, uh, oh, this, 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 it, 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 this is definitely not so good. such a nice it, time. It good. such a nice good. time. Now, I'm going to try and make this work.
0: That you. one's a bit Look. Oh, well, that works a little bit, but See, I am give you a bit of goo Yeah, as well. no, you must. So, what, so, you made this from scratch, yeah, yourself. I did, I made it yesterday. Have you always been into cooking? I've been into
1: eating. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, and art pleasure. And I uh, yeah, totally, totally I love to totally eat. It. I had to cook. My mum's always been a great cook, so you um, have. Yeah. What's your dish?
0: I can, I can cook anything, anything really. Really, She's yeah. Talented. Do you know my issue with cooking? I mm, I get <laughs> I get the genres mixed up, like the cuisines. So when I go to buy the ingredients, I buy Italian ingredients and Japanese ingredients and French, and nothing matches. How do you get mixed up? I just,
1: I panic. Well, okay, can you give me an example? Yeah, so I go
0: into the supermarket and I stand there and I think, right, let me just get myself together. Let me just, let me just cook one meal, like the 31 year old woman I am, and I get a couple of bits and then I, I just don't know what matches. I don't know what goes with what. So, like, I would make, like, a Japanese taco or something. What about, like, just following a recipe? <laughs> but not in a trendy fusion way, like, in a nap way. Not pan-Asian. <laughs> what about following a recipe? <laughs> Will I? Yeah. Like, that only could help a, you. If only if there was a cookbook out, I could get... <laughs> well, I'll, you know you're really... Enjoy. But, I, but I would. I could do with something like that. Yeah, like, a really easy, basic, straightforward book because I also feel like they buy me these books and they say they're really easy but they're not easy we've
1: got okay we've got tiramagoo here but I don't you can't fault me on the flavor
0: brilliant what's in it
1: coffee it's so it's an Italian pudding have you ever had tiramisu
0: I did go out with an Italian boy years ago yeah and had a tiramisu okay so this is but yours is better (laughs) Jesse, what's the hard chocolate the hard chocolate
1: chocolate chocolate is melted chocolate Why are you laughing? Do you cook every night when you're at home? Well, I did, and it's quite nice. Mm, I love it. Why is that not nice, having a bit of bite? No, it's not normal. Well. It's working for me. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, piss off, Mum. Maybe it's because I put it in the fridge Mm. and it's set. I don't know, but it's quite delicious. Mm. Do you have any manners in other people that you can't stand around the dinner table? Yeah, I do,
0: actually. I don't like it.
2: Oh God, maybe I've done that. No, you
0: haven't.
2: I don't know whether You're I do it or not. Such a together woman. You're <laughs>
0: part, and you've eaten tiny portions.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. me all round. Um, yeah, tiny portion woman.
0: <laughs> but I'm not massively into that, and I hate it when Steve farts after dinner. Oh, he farts oh. after dinner. What is that like? The sign of a good meal? I think he'll he'll have you believe that, Jessie. <laughs> I think get out well you room. could shit in a <laughs> of a convertible <laughs> then i'm limbo. <laughs> don't try and outdo me <laughs> stacy julie it has been the biggest oh, pleasure having you oh start. yeah i really mean that i don't want you to go back no i st- i could live here you could i could move in you could i could live under this beautiful huge table I, no, i'll give you a Eat room. scraps
1: very happy to have you you've been I the most wonderful guest Please, everyone, watch Stacey. I'm, I, I feel like my listeners already watch your stuff. Oh, but um, you're a joy and a brilliant journalist. And I respect you so much. And thank you so much for taking a chance on me and my mother. Because I adore I you. I mean,
0: you're my girl till the end <laughs> now. We can I hang out in Latitude. Didn't even know who you were before. No, but we like, go know. to a silent no. disco at Latitude we could go my to my mum. So- oh, awesome. can... I'm dead. We could go to a silent disco. <laughs> Thanks, Stacey. Thank Julie. you,
1: Mum,
2: I'm sorry, I didn't know who the girl was before, but I know who the girl is now. And I loved her. And she did call me girl all the time as well. Girl. Girl. She's absolutely gorgeous. I really, really liked her. She was so intelligent, so clever, so committed Mm. and interesting. She was a, a real woman's woman as well. Yep.
1: Yep. Without banging the feminist drum, it's got to be one of my favourite conversations over the dinner yeah. table. And my favourite was that she was sticking her fork in that platter, yeah, going for. I'd say I, I watched her stick it in five times. Does that yeah. mean that she is now in the lead for? Helping? I don't think she's
2: on the leaderboard because it wasn't greed; it was just sheer enjoyment of the food. Darling. And she felt
1: really, really. She comfortable felt at home. I
2: think she did. I don't know. Did she?
1: She did try and dole us though, man. What do you mean? She kept on, like, being, no, no, but tell me about you.
2: Well... Amol
1: and her have done this.
2: Well, they're broadcasters. I know.
1: But um, so are we, Mum, apparently. Yeah.
2: Jessie, you kept on thinking she had the S round her neck I thought for her boyfriend. For I thought it was for Sam. And it was, she said at the outset, it's to remind me who I am in case I forget. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Okay. I thought it was for... S2. But she still wears an
1: Alice band with Tracy on so, I from that. Benadol, so it's fine. I know my tiramisu went to goo, but the flavour was all there.
2: I don't know what you can do. Your tiramisu went, went to goo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. That is the end of this series of table manners. How many Wellness. have we done, darling? We've done more than the first one. God. I know you knackered yeah, yep we've cooked Just for a lot of people. people for the festivals now darling <laughs> <laughs> you have enjoyed this please subscribe we are going to leave you for a while but we have plenty of uh, previous episodes that you can listen to and please star us and again uh, five star five star Uber mum how you doing <gasps> I've gone up
2: I've gone now up to 5, 4.8. Yeah. I'm going to be a five-star person. Tonight.
1: Okay, well, it's I haven't. 4.8, darling. I wonder if it's because I cancelled quite a few because I don't have the patience No, me. I think it's
2: because I've decided to chat to all the Uber drivers about their lives. And now it's... that you're a broadcaster. Now I'm a broadcaster.
1: We have some really exciting guests lined up for oh, the next series. Yes. I mean, some pretty important figures. Can you give us a clue? It rhymes with oblique. Okay, that's
2: very oblique. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so we've got a statesman, we've got a cook, a Mm -hmm. chef. Yeah, some pop dance royalty. We've got grime. we got grime. That's all I'm into Jess. Grime, just like Stacey. Yeah, me and Stacey.
1: cheers for listening thank you for indulging us in this ridiculous idea that has now become somewhat of a job um but the best job we've got so yeah we are loving this thank you so much and stay tuned for season three coming as soon as we have time to feed people Bubba, are you going to sing into the mic? The heavy breathing. Can you sing into the mic? She sounds like a dirty phone She's going to sing for you. Go, ah. You can't can't just... "Ah." Yeah. Can you go, ah. (laughs) Ah. Okay. Ah. You're You're just eating the mic. Okay, bye, good night. (laughs) The music on the show was created by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. Table Manners was produced by Cup and Nuzzle.